0: Good morning, good morning, family. How are you doing today? This is your boy, Joseph Joep. I can't speak. It's morning time. I'm trying to wake up myself. I'm getting used to this, man. I'm getting used to this, man. We are doing this in the a.m., not the p.m., but in the a.m., so thank you for rocking with myself and Tech Bag Trey. Uh, He should be on his way, but in the meantime, in between time, like I always say, man... Then you you guys, we had a question last week. You said, we said morning show, yes or no. And you said, you said yes. So uh, if you are tuning in right now, I want you to put in the comment section that you are tuning in with us. We are so excited to have you. Uh, we're gonna actually f- follow up with that conversation that we talked about the other day regarding value, right? The conversation was on value. But before we do that, let us know where you're tuning in from. I actually saw my brother uh, Scott actually comment a bit earlier. Appreciate you, man, as always. And he was basically saying, listen, um, I'm here. I'm here, y'all. I will probably be driving when it starts, so I might not interact as much. Peace and blessings as always. And I definitely appreciate that. All love. So if you are tuning in on LinkedIn and you're waking up right now, you, you remember that today we're t- starting our first morning show. You So you got the crust out of your eye you, or you were already like one of those early birds. And you got up and you start working at the gym and you're like, you know what, I'm already getting things going. In fact, I'm on my way to work. That is what this morning show is about. Now, before I kind of dive deep into the show, uh, like always, we always talk about how our day was. But this time I'm talking about how the weekend rolled out for me. So I was able and privileged with my wife to take our kids out to Kalahari, which is a place in the Poconos. Beautiful water park in regards to just the, the, the breadth of it and how big it is. <laughs> so I'm not going to lie. When I'm in situations like that, man, I literally am on daddy duty. I don't know if you are any parents out there. When you are in what I'm not I'm type of parent that when I'm in, in an environment where there are so many people, so many things, I'm just that vigilant parent where I'm like, where's all my kids? Right. And if you don't, if you remember, I got like six of them. So I got to keep eye on everybody. Right. So I'm that type of parent. That when I see something like that, I'm like, I'm looking around, looking around. My wife, she is the complete opposite. She's straight up like, hey, I'm having a good time, you know, and just like completely in her world and, and with the kids and just enjoying the moment. But I'm that parent who's like, OK, what's going on? I need to watch. Right. <laughs> so. So, yeah. So that that's just me as a parent. And that's what we went through this weekend in regards to just kind of like. You know, just trying to figure things out there. But like family, like I said, go ahead, put in the chat if you are rocking with us. Again, you said you wanted a morning show. So you said you were open to the idea. You said that was cool. And so one of the things we wanted to do was definitely respect that thought and basically do a morning show for you, the viewer. So we're so excited to do that. My brother Trey may be coming on today. He may not. He has something that actually kind of came up on his end. So what we're going to do is we're definitely going to continue the show you know, because, listen, we want to be We're here for y'all. We're here for y'all, right? And what up, what up, Raul? Raul is in the building. What up, Raul? Thank you for tuning in with us. In fact, if you can, go ahead and share this with others. Again, this is, this is early, so they may not even know that we're doing this right now. They may have forgotten. This is our first inaugural episode of Talk That Tech in the morning. In the morning. And I got some energy today. I really do. I'm excited to be with y'all, and I think we're going to have a really really good show. In fact, we're going to be talking again about value and we're going to be talking about a few other things as well. And so I definitely want to make sure that as we talk about these different things, that really the conversation is one that we we basically are having a conversation about this value. Um, And right now we're going to point to something that's a little bit uh, out of the realm of tech, but I think it is relevant in regards to what we call NIL, name image and likeness family. So we're going to talk about that today. We also have a special guest that's coming through. This is an interview that I had with uh, with the lawyer, Angelica McDonald. She's going to be coming in as well, talking about how she transitioned from being an attorney, specifically moving into the field of NIL and working with athletes. And then we're going to tie it back to tech in the end, because it's very important. That's what this conversation is about, is a tech talk in the morning. We talk about tech. We talk about life, and we talk about everything in between. So if you have any questions, go ahead and put it in the chat. If you want to talk about your weekend, go ahead and put it in the chat if you're on YouTube or IG, and we'll upload it here freely. So let's definitely do that and get the ball rolling. Get the ball rolling. So yeah, so let's definitely do that. So in regards to everything else, I hope that you guys are doing well. Like I said, I had a great, great, great weekend. Got a chance to chill with the family and do all sorts of fun and enjoyable things so with that being said i'm going to just share this with you it's a it's a quick article i had and if you are in college football at all you know this story very well because everybody is talking about this particular story in regards to the buffs like they are the biggest thing since sliced bread good morning (laughs) good morning family i got my brother s on the line good morning s uh, I was just listening to your remix this morning. S is a producer as well as he works as a recruiter uh, for United. So if you're all looking for a job with United Airlines, especially in the New Jersey area, holla at your boy. He doesn't pay me for that one at all. This was a that was a free promo. <laughs> but anyway, back to the show. I appreciate you, S. Thank you so much for tuning in. And in regards to. The show that we have at hand, I'm going to talk about this article right here. So, as we know, if you are if you are not living under a rock, then you are tuned into what Deion Sanders is doing in Colorado. A lot of people love it. A lot of people hate it. Um, I'm one of those people that I admire what they're doing because if you really think about it being 1-11 in 11 last year to where they are right now, man, it is really, really cool to see. And I'm really, really up. What up? What up? What up? Good morning. Good morning. I got... Thor is here as well. Good morning, brother. Thank you for tuning in. We're so happy that you're locked in with us, man. We're so happy that you're locked in with us. And so with that being said, one of the things I was thinking about, let me get my pastoral rag out here because I'm burning up. There we go. It's really, it's really a 24, seven hour rag, but I, I like to call my pastoral rag for fun. Anyway, back to the show. So with this particular, the whole idea of the Colorado football was that, what up, brother? Good to see you. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good to see you. The whole thing about the Colorado football that really excited me was all that Deion Sanders was doing. And again, I'm not really a college football guy. I'm a basketball person. NBA, let's talk about it all day. LeBron James, Luke, Luka Doncic, Kyrie Irving, let's talk. KD, we could talk about that. But, but college football was kind of something that I really didn't pay attention to. I'm not even going to lie to you. So when I started looking at college football, they were talking about the portal, which was something new to me as well. If you know about the portal, put it in the chat. If you have if you have like a college fantasy football league that you're in, put it in the chat as well. Because I want to get a census. How many of y'all actually follow college football before Deion Sanders came in there and started doing his thing? I'm just curious. How many people have? Because I thought that was a very interesting thing. Anyway, the whole point is that when I started looking at college football, I was reminded that NIL – name, image, and likeness came out. And me and Trey were talking about this, name, image, and likeness. And so I wanted to kind of pull up this article that came out really recently by um, BlackEnterprise.com, and it was talking about how college football players Shador Sanders, which is Deion Sanders' son, and Travis Hunter, who is as if you are ca- caught up, like both sides of the ball, this brother is killing it in. and it, uh, And they basically talked about the significant NIL valuation jump for these two brothers. And I thought that was like, that was pretty cool to see. Oh yeah. You love college football. Devote, devote my, devote my Saturday mostly to watching games. I, I ain't gonna lie, man. I ain't gonna lie. I'm, I'm watching it a lot more now than I ever have in my life. Like literally if it's Saturday, I'm looking at the schedule. I'm not gonna lie. I'm looking to see if the buffs are playing. <laughs> I'm saying who they're playing. And the fact that they kind of squeezed a win out this past Saturday was something else. I ain't gonna lie. Uh they'd be they be making they be making people's heart palpitations go up and down. They gotta get a better O-line. This is just ridiculous right now. But anyway, uh with the valuations, the NIL valuations, what we're seeing is that P pe- players are getting paid. Payers are getting paid. So I'm gonna read this real quickly here. Write this section right here. I'm gonna highlight it so you can see what I'm reading from, and we're gonna take it all down here. University of Colorado football players, Shador Sanders and Travis Hunter. Both put up gaudy stats in the Buffaloes win against Texas Christian University last weekend. As a result, the pair saw the NIL name image and likeness valuations jump. Right. And according to, O. On three.com, Sanders, the quarterback for Colorado and the son of head coach Deion Sanders, had a record day going for 34 to 47 for 510 yards from four touchdowns. And Sanders' performance not only put him on the map for NFL scouts, many of whom now see him as a potential first round draft, but it resulted in his own on three NIL valuation jumping from 2.5 to 3.5 million, giving him the highest ranked valuation in college football. Listen, y'all. People making money out here in this, in this thing, college students. And I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I remember back in the day when there was, there was actually NBA play X NBA players and people that were saying like, back in the day, I couldn't even afford to eat. Like I'm a, I'm a college student. Everybody knows my name here, but I can't even afford a meal. And now this is going crazy. But I will said since, uh, since, uh, let me pull it up on the screen here. Since my first year at Michigan state, 2002, even follow recruiting, but it's crazy now with NIL and Transfer Portal, but I'm all for the players getting theirs. I totally agree. I'm with that. I'm with that. And so that's one of the things we're going to talk about today. And we're going to talk about it, and we're going to always, like we do, we're going to bring it back to tech, right? But we're going to talk about it today. And what I'm going to do is I'm actually had a privilege and an opportunity to basically have an interview with someone that actually works in this field. She is Her name is Angelica. And she actually is, and I'm going to pull up her LinkedIn right now so y'all could see her. And like always, family, if you see somebody on her channel, show them love, follow them, uh, uh, and reach out to them if you want. If you're interested in NIL specifically, you definitely want to follow Angelica. This is going to be something that you're definitely going to enjoy. Because what she does is she's really looking out for these athletes, and she basically is a lawyer that deals with business, sports, and trademarking. So she's really... Being, she's a sports agent really And essentially what she explains And I'm not going to take too much thunder away from it Because she talks about it in the interview Which I'm about to show to you live right now I'm about to show this interview to you live right now But I just wanted to kind of share with you Share this page with you real quickly So you can see who I'm talking about This is Angelica McDonald I'm giving her an introduction right now And she is a sports agent And she is an attorney as well she does, she's does. she been in business, sports, trademarking, the whole line she does for her clients. And she's the one who we're going to see today. So if y'all can, go ahead after this show, check out her LinkedIn. Hit her up on LinkedIn. Hit her up on Instagram. I believe she has a YouTube as well. Definitely check with her, lock in with her. And we're going to definitely talk about it more. But I want you to see this interview because we're going to basically come back with a and a um, We're really going to talk about tech after this and how we can really find our value in this and, and things of that nature. But before we do that, uh, without further ado, I want to share this interview with you. Oh, welcome Angelica, how are you?
1: I'm doing good, how are you doing?
0: <laughs> I'm doing well, I'm doing well. Angelica, let's go back to the very beginning, because I think the beginning is a good place to start.
1: Okay, where, where does my beginning start? So, I, I guess... I can start with my desire. One, I've always wanted to help people. So I am I come, my, I'm, I'm from Rayford, North Carolina. It's a small city in like Southern North Carolina. Um, I grew up as the only child, but I have other siblings as well. Uh, but I, like I always knew I wanted to help people. And eventually that turned into me um, wanting to work in sports. So like I've always, I've been an athlete all my life. My parents, my mom was like a three, all like three-time All-State track hurdler. My dad was a, a three-sport athlete. So, you know, playing sports is in my blood, but I always knew that I wanted to uh, work in sports, help athletes. I grew up around a lot of talented athletes, but I also saw that they did not always have the guidance that they needed to succeed. And to like go to the next level even when i say the next level like being able to play in high school being able to play in college so i knew that i wanted to help athletes by the time i got to my freshman year in college i decided i wanted to be a sports agent which is um interesting because you don't hear too many black women saying they want to be a sports agent but i knew i wanted to be a sports agent so i end up wanting to decide i want to go to law school end up going to law school passed the bar i end up actually going for an extra year of law school to get my llm which is just like a fancy way of saying a advanced law degree i got it in an entertainment and media law And after that, I didn't get a job. I went to actually school in L.A., didn't get a job out in L.A., so I decided to move back home to North Carolina. I feel like I was on a mission to show people that North Carolina um, definitely has a sports scene. And it's weird because I feel like people underestimate North Carolina but we're a big sports state <laughs> with Carolina Duke NC State like we we have so many different big name schools but then we have also a lot of HBCUs in North Carolina as well so I knew I wanted to basically not put more North Carolina map but I knew that there North Carolina has something to offer the sports world so I was like I'm going back home I end up starting my own firm in 2016 and I've been you know, striving and ever since on the goal to be a source agent. I actually last year became a certified NBA agent. So I've been an NBA agent for a year. I haven't really pursued it yet because I've been working on something else. Um, in uh 2022. I started a NIL collective, uh, RISE HBCU, and we create and provide name, image and likeness opportunities for HBCU student athletes. And it's crazy because that was not necessarily on my radar is, you know, I knew that I wanted to provide like different um, programming and different um, lessons and things like that to young athletes. But in my mind, I had always said I wanted to like, I guess the initial goal was always the professional athlete. But when NIL came into effect for student athletes to be able to capitalize off their NIL, which is their name, image, and likeness, being able to do endorsement deals for companies, I knew that I wanted to help. I knew that that was my thing. I had been actually following NIL for years, like when I was in law school. So the fact that this, like this new legislation or this new rule came down, um, it made sense. And I'm an HBCU grad as well. So I graduated from the North Carolina Central University School of Law. So it made sense for me to transition into wanting to make sure that our, and when I say our HBCU student athletes were protected, they had the same opportunities as student athletes at any other school. So that's kind of where I'm at now. That's the journey. Um, it's been a long journey, honestly. Uh, I mean, I've been out of high school for a really long time, um, but I feel like I, I, I knew the, what I wanted and I knew what I wanted to do. And I, I didn't necessarily predict this, this uh, path, but I'm, I'm excited of where I'm headed right now.
0: Yeah, there's a lot to unpack in your story. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack in your story. I yeah. mean, you said I've been out. It's been a while since I've been out of high school, and I was, and I was, I was remembering your 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 pro, your profile and things of that nature. And uh, just so y'all know, this is a person that has some game that has some years in the game in regards to being an attorney, in regards to being in law. And so that's so cool. What really was like that driving factor to say, okay, I really want to be a sports agent. This is something I want to do hands down
1: it was honestly i'm from a small city and we are like underrated we we're like some underdogs like we it was when we were in high school it was like us against everybody you know what i mean like it was really like that so i i knew that we had talent like i remember like in middle school we used to win championships and stuff and just like the vibe and just everything that was created from the just from sports but then i saw the transition from middle school to high school with a lot of my classmates and a lot of them just kind of ventured off and you know into bad stuff some didn't even graduate from high school and i honestly feel like it was because of like the mentorship that they did not have and just not having the people behind them they people saw them that had talent but was it they didn't have the thing to get them on the right track give them perspective help them see what they could really be and i always knew i've I've seen like athletes being taken advantage of especially following sports and stuff and i just wanted to make sure that i was the person to protect athletes so i always knew Mm -hmm. that i wanted to help them succeed but also have longevity because you know you a lot of athletes they can make money very quickly but they can also lose it quickly too and they have nowhere to transition to they don't know what else they have out or what else they have to offer outside of sports so I just knew like I saw the the whole like cycle of what an athlete from like being amateur to collegiate to professional to after they get out I saw the whole thing like the whole picture and I realized like I wanted to be able to help in you know at first I just thought it was just professional stage but now I've been offered the opportunity to help like in the collegiate stage which is still amateur but like collegiate but then also like the younger kids too so you know God's so good because I never I never anticipated being able to help in all those ways but I saw I saw the picture the full picture so It just is a feeling that I got like it was something that I couldn't let go like as far as a career and honestly it has to like when you're passionate about something it has to be something like that like it has to be something on the inside of you that when things get tough when things don't happen in a certain timeline like you said like I've been this has been my my interest for so long but I knew deep down that it was just a matter of a time before I was able to really get into what I I wanted my like my passion so uh, you know it's it's just a feeling I just I had a uh, I had an event yesterday and I had some educational sessions I did last week and man when I left those kids uh, high school not high school kids hbcu student athletes when I left I was so full like I I remember calling my daddy was like, daddy, oh my goodness. Like I just, I could do this every day. You know, like it's stuff like that that you want to do in your life. Like it makes work not feel like work. So honestly, that's, that's, that's why I do what I do. Cause I leave full, it fulfills me.
0: Nice. Yeah, no, it, it, I, I, I could see that. I could see the passion when you're speaking about it It exudes passion. When you're talking about what you do now, you were saying just now, you know, it, it just kind of getting going and starting your day. You feel like ready to take on the day and somebody listening to it. It'll be like, well, that sounds great. What are you doing today? <laughs> so could you shine some light on what a day looks like for you?
1: You know, this every day is different. Because I have my own business, so you know, uh, every day I'm I'm delegating to somebody. You know, what I mean, so I'm I'm somebody else's boss, which is a pressure, another whole pressure. But I mean, some days I'm in my office, some days I'm at, I'm working from home. You know, some days I'm traveling up and down the road, um, flying places. I mean, it no day is the same, which I actually like because I don't like being bored. But I do like when things are just kind of like calm. Like you know, I, I like that some days are you know I'm I'm out in a way, and some days I just get to be at home, or some days I just get to be in the office so I can get work done. Um, I I have to balance that for sure. I like I can't always be busy in a way. Like I have to be able to get work done for my clients because you know, they don't care that I have events or they don't care that I have to travel to another state and speak. They don't care about that. They, you know, they want, you know, they hired me for a reason. So they want their work done. So, you know, it's a prioritization, of course, um, learning how to balance out my schedule, which I'm not the guru. I still, you know, I mean, it's some nights I'm up Sometimes I'm up in the middle of the night because I can't sleep because something's on my mind or whatever, like I, I'm preparing for the next day and I can't, you know, so it, no day looks, looks the same, but I like that as an entrepreneur. I like the flexibility. I like being able to control my schedule. I like to say, I'm sleeping in this morning. You know what I mean? Like if I wanna lay here a little while longer, I'm going to. So, you know, there's there's definitely benefits but this no day looks like the the, the day before
0: gotcha now i'm normally interviewing a lot of people that are in tech and so i kind of have a little bit of a way to kind of understand a few things but this mm-hmm. is a new territory for me which is cool <laughs> i want to basically ask you as if i'm a, a five-year-old kid right so i saw that you did became a lawyer did that have that basically is a criteria to becoming a sports agent or no i just want no. to know actually yeah. no it's
1: not a, it's not a criteria but you will find that most sports agents are attorneys Really? Because because there's a most likely when it comes to being a sports agent, a big part of it is negotiation. A big part of it is knowing what the the legal language says in the contracts. You got to be able to interpret it. Now, do I always do I suggest my clients have me as their attorney? No, because, you know, you don't want you want there to be no conflict. Right. I always suggest like you have your sports agent and you have your lawyer to read over things to basically like, yeah, your sports agent probably knows what this stuff means. But as a lawyer, I am hired to interpret the law, help to foresee things that possibly could happen in the future if something in the legal language happens or does not happen. So basically like being able to forecast things, if you know, be able to give scenarios because sometimes people can't see um, ahead They don't understand like scenarios that possibly could happen. They think about, oh, the dollar amount. They think about the important terms of the contract, the dollar amount, the term, what you have to do, you know, what are you obligating yourself to do? um, When is the end of the contract? Like things like that. But um, sometimes people can't forecast that. So that's why sports agents are lawyers because they get to, they can negotiate better when they understand what's in the agreements and what's at play. So it's not a requirement. I know it's like some states, like even, um, becoming a like MBA agent, which is the MBPA agent, um, you have to have like a a advanced degree. So, you know, like it, it doesn't have to be a law degree, but you got to have like some type of secondary advanced degree. So um, it's not a requirement, but um, most sports agents are lawyers.
0: That's really interesting. So I'm again, I'm, I'm coming with the mindset of somebody that has no idea, but they're interested in how to, how could I get into this role? What would be the Prerequisites that you would say somebody needs to have in order to become a sports agent
1: <sighs> honestly, connections. And uh, I yeah. say like connections to the client because um, that's like one of the that's how you that's how you're gonna get paid <laughs> having a client. <laughs> so having a connection to a particular sport, um like i'm I'm a basketball like certified agent, right? But then also, I'm a certified agent for NIL. Like so for the state of North Carolina, you have to be certified with the state to help um student athletes with their NIL opportunities, their marketing and or endorsement opportunities, right? But you got to have access to the the client. So I think that's number one, access to the athlete, but also knowledge of the industry you're trying to work in, whether it's like marketing or whether it's a particular sport because how do you know that the person that you are wanting to become your client is actually i won't say talented but has that skill that you know they can um get to the like the professional level because you're gonna have to sell them you're i mean you're gonna have to basically sell them to these teams to for them to you know want them um i think being good with contract like negotiation, being able to know what the language means, even being creative. I remember when um, I was studying for the, the NBA agent exam, um, the um, one of the actually the general, uh, the the um, legal counsels for the NBPA, the which is the um, National Basketball Player Association. He talked about how like, You got to get creative when it comes to negotiating the the deal points so you know with the teams like it might be something that gives them a little bit more leverage or utilizing the things that you have that are um i guess leverage leverage points but also like being creative with the different um the different like terms or points or so and then i'm not saying for everybody to be happy but to not be so stuck in the normal like to be able to think outside the box to get your client to win to get your help your client be happy with with the deal right because it's not necessarily always about the money it is about the money but it's some other things that i i'm sure like clients would be happy with that you know they may not have thought about had it not been for you so being able to be creative and think outside of the box and then being persistent because it takes a lot of effort it takes a lot of dedication it takes money to be an agent um, and honestly like the network, the network, you gotta have the network. Cause even with me helping college athletes, I definitely have not gotten to where I am without, you know, people being able to endorse me because they vetted me, they can sense my passion. They they know my credentials. So, you know, they know that I, I have to answer to a, a higher, you know, source the bar, <laughs> you know what I mean? So. You got to be able to have that network to vet you. And that means like getting to know people and for people to vouch for you and say like you're a good person, they do good work. I think that's super important as well.
0: Now, that's that sounds good. It sounds like a, it's, a, it's a lot. It sounds like a lot. And I think that's a good thing because I don't think sometimes things need to be easy. They just need to be worth it, you know, to get it done. Well, let me ask you this question because some people might be like, well, that's great and all. For all that work, how much would some a sports agent get paid? And it doesn't be you specifically, but in a general number, like what's the range that somebody could make being a sports agent?
1: So a sports agent takes percentages of contracts so you know it could be anywhere from 10 to 20 percent it just depends on what they or it could be nothing Um, it just depends on what they negotiate with their client and I say nothing because people are like nothing they don't get paid nothing I mean some people want to get started right and they want to get the experience and you may have a athlete who is a rock star like they're going to be big and sometimes You know an agent may waive their fee just to build that relationship with the athlete and show them what they can do Uh, so i mean it's a gamble but sometimes like when you gamble you you actually you come up with with something great right um so there is no set like it's not like a dollar amount it's it's based on percentage that you negotiate with the client based on like what their contract is like what their contract is worth nice if they if it's a hundred thousand dollar contract and I negotiate ten percent. Of course, I'm getting ten thousand dollars from that contract. So yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. So that's that's a great way to kind of break it down for people. And so, what I wanted to now pivot to is a mindset that somebody needs to have to not just get into the field like you did, but to really accelerate and grow and be great in this field.
1: Honestly, like I'm just I'm still getting there. Honestly, I feel like I I feel like I'm on still on the front end because I'm just now. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm hitting, I'm, I, I tweeted this the other day. I said, all gas, no break season. That's what I feel like I'm in right now. Like, I'm like, OK, I'm, I'm now not comfortable, but I see that I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Now let me put put my foot on the gas, and I'm about to go. So I mean, the mindset, because I waited a long time like to figure out my way into into this industry um and it it was there were times i'm like is this gonna happen is this gonna happen i've worked so long i've i feel like i followed all the steps i could to get to this point but at the end of the day like some things don't happen like things happen when they're supposed to happen right and we can get so frustrated when they're not happening i'm like You know, I've I've been working, I've been striving. So I would say like, you know, the mindset of just continue to persist and continue to try things and continue to just, uh, again, don't give up and just continue to put yourself in the rooms where people that you want, like the industry you want to be in or what you want to do, like continue to put yourself in those rooms because you never know like who you're, you're going to see, or you never know who you're going to meet. Um, I'm a part of um, the black entertainment sports lawyers association. They have a conference every year. Uh, like since COVID happened, I haven't been to their, the conferences. Um, but before then I was going and I was constantly networking because I knew that I wanted to be what a lot of these attorneys are. So, um, and it kind of gets discouraging because it, it sometimes mm-hmm. feels like you're here and they're here and you're like you're just in a completely different box and sometimes that box feels lonely um, because you're just waiting you're just waiting I'm like if somebody could just give me an opportunity if somebody could and there's been so many times where it looked like I was going to be I was right there something was going to open up and it fought, it fell flat many times you know and sometimes that gets discouraging too because it's like if this is it this is it and nothing comes from it so you gotta you gotta be tenacious you gotta be persistent you gotta keep yourself like motivated you got to keep the right people around you because again everybody that knows me knows that i want wanted to be an agent and i wanted to be in the sports industry so they always were trying to encourage me and ask like well have you thought about this have you thought about that they're always trying to connect me with the right people And because they knew I wasn't going to give up. So people also need to know that you're not going to give up either um, when it gets tough, when you have to wait. You got to have that a part of your mindset as well.
0: So listen, family, you heard that? Networking. Right. Don't give up. Having tenacity. All gas, no breaks season is what you're going to need to do to be able to accelerate in this role. And so I think that's that's really, really good, because honestly, that's the same type of mindset you need to have in anything really is that if it's something that's may not be easy, but it's worth it. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's definitely going to be amazing to, to as you listen to this podcast, just go over and review and kind of internalize that because that's going to be things you could take with you day in and day out. Yeah. And with that being said, I want to thank Ms. McDonald for being on a stage with us. This has been a great conversation. Thank you so much, Ms. McDonald. And until next time, I hope to see you on the other side. Take care, family. Thank you. Yes, everybody. So that was Miss McDonald with that interview, um, that conversation there. Thank you so much for all y'all for watching and staying tuned to that because that's what we're talking about today. NIL, right? She's an NIL lawyer. She talks about her passion about helping and protecting these athletes to make sure that they're well compensated. And one thing I wanted to talk about real quickly because my brother Zaki brought it up. Thank you so much, brother. But I wanted to save it for this particular moment because today, like I said before, me and Trey, uh, we're talking about NILs. We're talking about specifically in regards to sports athletes, but we're not only keeping it there. The conversation is transitioning to tech and what we can do, or you can do, I can do in this particular situation. So Zachy says it would be dope if somebody helped influencers find brand deals as well, because a lot of influencers don't have the same opportunities as others depending on their niche. And I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. And we're going to talk about that real quickly, but I'm going to bring it back a little bit step further to people that are in tech. So, I was able, privileged and able to have this guest on the show who I'm going to bring to the stage right now. Her name is Kanika Talbert. She is a person that helps people with not only just helping them in their career, coaching them to get them to where they need to be, but also she talks really well about as being in tech, that you're your own personal brand, that you need to see yourself as a company. And you need to be able to see yourself in regards to not just what you do for a job, for a company, but how that relates back to you. And so I was able to have that great conversation. If you did miss it, go ahead and go ahead and check the live out. It's still on LinkedIn, so you still have time. You still have an opportunity to check it out, but one of the reasons why I'm bringing this up is because she was talking about the exact same thing, is that oftentimes we are working for these jobs, and these are great. We're thankful for them. They're great jobs that we have, but sometimes we minimize our value or we minimize who we are. We don't really protect uh, what we're learning, the skills that we have, and are being able to then show them properly on LinkedIn. She she hyped up LinkedIn a lot or, or show them in other areas, and so that we When we do that, we're kind of hurting ourselves. And one of the things I wanted to point out with what um, the lawyer, Angelica, said is her main job or the NIL's main job, name, image, and likeness for these athletes is to protect them. I'm going to let that sink in for, you know. It's to protect them, right? Of course, they're getting money. Of course, they're getting notoriety and all these different things. But in the end of the day, it's to protect them. And so if you're thinking about this as somebody that's working in tech, then you have to say to yourself, Man, I'm working for this job, I'm gaining these skills. How am I going to protect myself in regards to making sure that I am putting up the showing my metrics on my resume, showing my KPIs met on my LinkedIn, showing how I stand out because these are important. I actually had a conversation with somebody else. And um, yeah, you're right, brother. It, it was a dope interview with Kanika, man. Like I so I think it was you, and she she said it was the first time she ever heard it where you basically coined her with the the, the phrase she's the gem assassin because literally and i talked to her about it afterwards she's like going up a roller coaster she's like taking you for a ride and then when you're going down she's shooting off all these gems y'all like honestly y'all need to check it out oh and better yet i'm bringing her back for a part two in a couple of weeks that's right i almost forgot to tell y'all in a couple of weeks she's coming back for a part two because it was it was that it was that good. It was that good. So she's coming back for part two. So definitely get your questions and answers ready for that moment. That's right, Gem Assassin. <laughs> she 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 really liked that phrase, man. So so you definitely coined her as the Gem Assassin. Um and uh and and um and I'm so glad that this is good for you while you drive Mitch, thank you so much for for stopping by as always. And so yeah, one of the reasons why I wanted to just bring this conversation up is because how are we leveraging our skills? How are we leveraging our image on the job? What is our, does our name ring bells in our company in a positive way? Name, image, and then when it comes to likeness, do they feel like they can get anybody like us or do, we, do they feel like we're irre- irreplaceable? I'm gonna let that sink in. There's NIL for sports, of course, but what is your name, image, and likeness at your job in your career? And this is for me too, I'm just, I'm just talking. And y'all can let me know in the comment section, what is your name, image, and likeness at your job? Does your name ring bells in a positive way? Who you present yourself, the image of of yourself, is it something that is seen as a positive versus a takeaway at the job? Are you building yourself up to be somebody that people look as, no, when it comes to likeness, this person is irreplaceable. And that's a challenge for us all, because in the end of the day, us doing our best, being our best selves at our jobs is going to be us being our best selves, period. And God forbid you get laid off. God forbid something happens to you where you're not at that job anymore. And I'm, I'm pointing back, I mean, this is why I'm keeping Kanika up here because she's the one that not only is, no, by the way, I forgot to mention this. Next time she comes around, Zaki, next time she comes around, she's talking about branding and, and, and basically transitioning from careers. So she's talking about branding next time she comes around. And she's talking about how to help you transition from career to career. So you definitely want to lock in to that conversation. It's going to be a couple of weeks from now. I believe it's going to be the the 21st, if I'm not mistaken, but we're going to, or the 14th, I should say, we're definitely going to be talking about it, But, but does your name ring bells in a positive way, you know? Yeah, Mitch, that's right, and so we want to just, I wanted to just bring this conversation up, Trey, and I wanted to bring this up because it's so important that we're talking about getting into tech, we're talking about transitioning, but when you get into tech, It's not about settling there. It's about how can you build on the skills that you have? And if you think about it, and this is something Kanika said, if you think about it, they are allowed, they have training going on. You're having opportunities to grow in your skill set. You're having opportunities to network with people at your job at other places. How are you maximizing on that? How am I maximizing on that? That's a real question for me to ask myself at 749 Eastern in the morning. On the tech talk radio show or morning show i don't know what we're going to call this thing but trey and i we're working on it right what but the question still remains what how am i taking advantage of the opportunities are presented to myself because at the end of the day i could basically be laid off or something could happen or i could even move on but is me ink is me ink good and that reminds me of this of this conversation i had with somebody who's a, who a new friend of mine he said I always tell people to look at themselves as a company and your skills are departments. I'm going to say that again. You look at yourself as a company, right? And your skills are your department. I'm going to take that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it in a, an example when we talking about tech sales, right? So I'm me Inc. My cold calling skills is one department, my cold emailing skills. That's one department, my organizational skills. That's one department. My networking skills—that's one department. So, if you think about it, Joseph M. Smith Incorporated. How are your departments looking? How are your skills looking? And if I could answer that question with, "Man, I'm, 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 this department is is rocking and kicking," but this one is 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 not looking that that not pretty right now. If I could, <laughs> if I could, if I could honestly say, like, listen, you know, these parts are good. These parts are, then that's that means I need to I need to fix those areas that need fixing. But listen, this is the morning show, and we would love for you guys to talk back to us. So what questions that you have for Trey and I, and we will try our best to talk about it, bring it up. It could be about the NIL that we just talked about, about football. It could be about what we're talking about in transition to tech. While you guys are putting your questions in the comment section below, I want to go back to what Zachy said, because I think it's important that I you know, really get to the point of what he said versus trying to do something else. All right, so so, so Zaki said it would be dope if somebody helped influencers find brand deals as well. Now, this person I'm gonna show to you is not a person that I have, I'm endorsing in the sense that, you know, I'm getting paid for this, nothing like that, you're right. This is a person that I was able to find and he, is a person that drops a lot of gems i'm going to just share for the love of the game for the love of the game i'm going to just share this real quickly because i think that that's just right you know if you see something see something that you think is good you want to share with the people so right now i'm going to bring to the screen mario armstrong if you're not familiar with mario armstrong mario is mario is definitely somebody that if you are interested in becoming an influencer or if you if you're a person in general like, if you want to get brand deals, he this is what he specializes in. Him and his team, they help content creators basically get brand deals. And I would just say, if you want to check him out, go to um, Instagram.com forward slash Mario Armstrong. You can look him up there. Um, you can even say that Joseph Smith sent you. Uh, and if he does, like, who? who uh, just send my LinkedIn to him. But he's a person that I was able to have. Uh, a one-on-one consultation with, and he has different. I won't even go it's like pricing or packages or whatever, but he has different services where he can provide you. Um, and this is a two-time Emmy winner, as you can see and see in the top here. So he's he's in the field. He's in the field doing this, but he basically provides opportunities for uh, for people that are content creators to be able to leverage their, their background, their skills to get brand deals, right? And Kanika and I both work with him as well, um, the person I just showed you. Uh, well, I haven't worked with him is yet, but I will be, <laughs> Kanika has. Um, but they basically leverage your brand, your platform. He has his team do that and sets you up with brands that actually align with who you are and align with what you do. In fact, he's on LinkedIn. So if you want to reach, reach out to Mario Armstrong on LinkedIn, uh, you could go ahead and let him know that you heard of him from here. Uh, the the Joseph Joseph M. Smith talked to your tech, talked that tech morning show. And so basically, that's that's just answer to answer your question because I want to make sure I did that. But let me go to the comment section so because some comments did come up and I want to make sure that we are definitely looking at these comments. Um, and then Scott says, "Gotta stay visible." I was chosen to join a governing committee for our new EHR because of my work ethic and dedication to excellence that's big that's big you know what that means it's a, just a, I'm going to break that down for people that don't know so EHR is like a, 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 a EHR is electronic health records right in a practice when when practices decide to switch EHRs or EMRs it's a big undertaking i'm talking about months of transitioning from one system to another it takes time it takes money sometimes it requires Hiring consultants and new personnel. Um, you know, my, my, our company basically works as a bridge for EMRs and EM systems. Like, our co- so I, I do this for a living. So I I can I tell you that it takes time, money, and effort. It's a headache for companies to transition from one uh, EMR to another. So the fact that they decided to put you in that position, Scott, that's not something to take lightly. That's huge. So the fact that you are able to do that, bravo. Kudos to you. Kudos to you for sure. And so so that's the that's the thing. That's that's the whole point of NIL name, image and likeness. Now, Scott, I'm going to put your I'm going to put the comment back up so people can see it. So Scott, basically, he showed up his neck. He, he showed up and he showed out. So then people now knew his name. He had a good reputation. And they're like, man, this, we need somebody like him here because he's represented in a way that that honestly, man, we need him here to make a big help make a big decision like that. I'm telling you, man, thousands of dollars go into that decision. And because of who he is in his company, in his practice, medical practice, that is what's showing up and showing out. So definitely proud of you on that. Definitely proud of you on that. And if you want to have any, like, again, I work in the same, I'm working in a similar fields. So if you want to talk, we could definitely talk about that. I can get you the right people uh, with nephrology in our, de- in our department to see if it's a good fit for your, for your, for your people. And uh, if it's a good fit, and you did all the vetting, that made you look good, right, Scott? <laughs> so, so, so so, I hope you're out there. I hope you're out there for sure. Um, but yeah, man, so with that being said, I just want to just say thank you to everybody because sometimes we got, we got a lot of time. Oh, yeah, you're welcome, man. You're welcome. Absolutely. You're welcome, Scott. Um, I wanted to just say thank you. Uh, and yeah, 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 congratulations as well for being put in that committee. So we're going to wrap up the show in, right now, but I wanted to just take the time to say thank you To everybody who attended this inaugural episode of Talk That Tech Show, Trey and I will be back later next week. Like I said earlier in the conversation, he had something, he might have something going on, so he he might not have been able to make it today. But nonetheless, we're going to keep it rocking. We're going to keep it rolling because you guys are too important. You guys are too important not to do this for. Uh, And so thank you so much. If you did like the talk your tech, Talk That Tech Show, share it with others. That's one thing I'm gonna ask you. I mean, if you like, if you liked it, go ahead and like it. Like, if you liked it up here, go ahead and like it with your finger, right? I appreciate that as well. Uh, Commenting, we love comments. Of course, we share that. We share our comments. Now, if you decide that once we get the YouTube page up and we decide to move transition over there, if you go on the YouTube page and you want to basically support by having your comment rise to the top by doing a super chat, I'm not telling you to do that, but. Go ahead and do that. That's fine when the time arrives. But what I want to do, what I want to say right now, is thank you, thank you for everybody that's rocked with us. And if this has touched you, if this has meant a lot to you, then go ahead and like and share. Really share this with others because we want this to grow. We're going to have conversations that we want to hear from you. What What do you want us to talk about? What What do you What would you like us to talk about? And that's what things that we're going to definitely cover uh, going forward is. Uh, things and topics that you want to talk about. Now, we both have individual channels, Trey and myself, and not all the time will we get to have the opportunity to talk about those things on those channels because those channels are niched down in a way that it makes it hard for us to talk about things like that. But this channel is like a free-for-all for us. So this is this is what it is. Oh, question was, uh, you guys coming on tonight? Well, to be honest with you, this Morning show is supposed to replace the evening show that we were doing before. We were basically kind of testing the waters, seeing how things were looking and stuff like that. Um, And we decided that, you know what, nobody's really doing a morning show. Nobody's really being there for people in the morning to basically get them on their day, talk about a topic that they might be interested in. And so we actually are transitioning from doing the evenings at 7 p.m. to just doing a morning show. But here's a good thing. If it's in the morning... You could always go back and watch it, replay it, but we love you live with us because we love the the comments. We love to get the interaction. So if you're live with us and you're rocking with us, that's what we would love it to be. Uh, But if not, I understand. But hey, at least you have the replay, right? But we're going to be, we're actually going to be not doing the evening. We'll just be doing the morning show going forward. However, if we can get this built up to the point that, like people are really really rocking with us and we have a lot of people following us and doing all, all these different things we probably might do it more than one time a week it might be like at least three times a week that we do it if we get enough people that says they like it if, if you like it show us by liking it <laughs> showing us show us by show us by sharing this with others so that way we know that we're on to something good but with that being said family I'm gonna actually do that countdown again from this morning because that countdown was dope i liked it um and i wanted to do it again because why not it's the show right you get to do this stuff so what i'm going to do is i'm going to play the music again from the beginning but again i thank y'all for tuning and rocking with your boys and and i do hope i do hope sincerely hope really that y'all have a great remainder of your day thank you so much and till next time peace